Play-By Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormalmapping. DeGrasse. A week and a half has passed in your journey from Oxbow to Lockstock, and a few more weeks are ahead of you still before you reach your destination. You have no idea what awaits you in that faraway town or who might be moving against your party at this very moment. With plenty of time to move about the cabin of Bazine's Bazaar, or not, you've had a long while to mull things over in between meal conversations, sleep, and road games with your new friends. Your mind wanders back to your old life, your old home, a strange place to you now in your new life, though it has changed, it seems, almost as much as you have. Your homestead, now a haven for miasma folk a fledgling foothold for an entirely new species of being. How did you find yourself here at only 17? Where did all this begin? Before the college, before the almanac. It began, you recall, with a mage, a maze, and a monster. Welcome to Play by Podcast, an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Michael, the GM, and today I'm joined by Leon Barnes, mm-hmm. Laura Coe, mm-hmm. and Liam Higgins. Hey, Liam's back, y'all. Hey! I am. We, you know, did some we sacrifices. Did some genetic, we did some genetic cloning. And well, I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah. <laughs> Liam is our char. I am. I'm back. There's just a million clones of Liam walking mm-hmm. around. <laughs> and uh, today, sort of uh, continuing our flashback arc, we are going to explore in a one-shot dungeon crawl. Our sexuality. Well, we always do that here on <laughs> our Play change- Podcast. Our changing bodies. <laughs> <laughs> today, we are going to be exploring how DeGrasse came to meet Lyra and Sierra. Hmm, I wonder how I did. Last episode, we uh, dealt with Sierra and Lyra meeting together, and now we're going to sort of telescope in on a young DeGrasse Tillfield. Clinically depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, DeGrasse, how long would you say you were wandering after? Like, so, so you left, you left your homestead, and how long were you wandering before you found uh, Sierra and Lyra? I'd say about a month. So, I'm thinking is long enough to sort of figure out how to do it by myself, but then also not long enough. You know, I was about, I was on the verge of uh, collapse. You know, I was right. like barely hanging on for about a month. You floated through Shard South. Toward the uh, the southern edge of the grasslands, which are your native homeland, unfortunately. <laughs> and in your travels, you picked up a uh, tale of a strange location to the south that used to be the sort of uh, bastion of a very powerful mage. Okay. And being relatively new to wandering and uh, not necessarily knowing the ins and outs of you know good spots to find uh, lore and information and artifacts, you sort of figured to yourself, you know, 
a place where an old wizard used to live would probably have some pretty potent items, maybe some really interesting artifacts, or at the very least, some uh, wizards tend to be bookworms, so he'd probably have a nice collection of like you know, old world tomes. So you've sort of floated that way with your uh, your very recently made uh, mask to keep out the miasma fog, and you've wandered south past the boundary into the miasma. And you're not necessarily 100% sure what it is you're looking for, but one day, as you're wandering, you come across a very strange thing in the uh, flat plain grassland to the south. It looks like a house. A simple wooden structure house. By golly, that looks like a house. (laughs) (laughs) And... You walk up to the entrance to the house, up onto the, this sort of... Uh, it's laid out pretty familiarly to you. You lived in a house a lot like this back on the farm. A uh, nice little front porch, little swing, uh, very simple front door. And you open the door. There's a sudden sensation of being pulled in t- inside into the interior of this home. And everything is suddenly darkness. And when light finds your eyes again you are somewhere else it's very dark in your immediate area you can see uh, a very dark hallway it looks like stone just like not and i'm not talking about like uh brickwork it's like just a like a stonehenge-esque slab of of rock that just continues on into the darkness and at like a straight path don't like that and you look up and all above you, it is just a black void. There's no ceiling. All that you can really make out, make out is the 10 to 15 feet in front of your face, the stone walls around you, and echoing somewhere down the corridor, you can hear uh, two voices. They sound like they're bickering a little bit. <laughs> wonder who that could be. <laughs> <laughs> you are a little perplexed, however, because you open the door to a house, and now you're here. In this weird stone corridor with no ceiling, no sky, and no miasma fog. There, you take your mask off and you can breathe actual air. Oh boy. <laughs> that smells good. And I will tell you, uh, the air here is fairly stale. And there is one last piece of information that you can recall. And that is the name of the mage whose abode you were searching for and who you may have stumbled upon in your travel. And that mage's name is Belatir Malaki. Malaki. Sounds like a bunch of Malaki. Yeah. So just for the sake of brevity and out of character, we're going to be referring to this location as the Malaki Labyrinth. Thinks you can catch me like a rat in a trap, eh? <laughs> <laughs> And so what are your first steps, DeGrasse? In the labyrinth? Yes. Oh, I can't. so I can't see it? No, I'm okay. going to okay, describe okay. it to you. <laughs> All right, okay. He's, he's the... going to take Ariadne's thread, and then he's going to unspool it, and you know. <laughs> I, have, I have some questions. Yes. Is there a beast that haunts this labyrinth? Possibly. Is there a way out of the labyrinth? Yes. Is it like... Is it one of those things where I would be able to see the way out if I was from a bird's eye view? So, like, I can see what's in front of me, right? I just, yes. everything's just blocked off. All right. Yes. Okay. Is there a path? Okay, describe what I'm looking at as I walk in. Like, where, where, what are my options? 
Well, right now your options are a straight shot that continues forward, but also has a comes to a sort of four way intersection. So uh, what's your first move? Okay. You so see the, the T intersection ahead of you, and at the end of the hall, it curves to the right. I'll take left. Okay, so you come yeah. to the T, and you take a left. Yeah. And you come to another hall that splits off to the right, and at the end of it, splits off again to the left. I'll take it to the left. All right, so you head to the end of the hall, and you hang a left. And you're now in this long winding corridor. Yeah, a bunch of chicanes. I just keep going through, keep plugging. I'm 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 scanning the walls, seeing if there are any turns. I don't see any turns. And you notice down this hallway, these these like stone walls have been carved with very complex geometric patterns. Are they sort of? They're kind of like crop circle type things, right? And strangely, on the left wall, there is also a ragged, deep, like cut along the wall through the patterns as if something dragged a very large blade through the wall looks as if someone dragged a very large blade through the wall <laughs> <laughs> i love uh degrasse as like a a, a, a first person like, that was like a video game character like a zork style <laughs> video game character yeah. he's snake <laughs> and you're in this sort of winding mm-hmm. corridor here and you come to the end of it and it turns to the, the right. The right. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm following to the right, yeah. As you come down the hall, there's an alcove to your left, sort of uh, hewn out of all this stone. And in this alcove, there are what look to be maps. They all have this uh, labyrinthine sort of layout to them, but they're all different. Okay. Now I have to retrace my steps. Okay. Or like mentally, okay. because one of these is right. Right. I hope you would think. And there are at least, there are three of these separate labyrinths uh, sort of scored into the wall here. For fuck's sake. Well, there was a path to the right that I passed a second ago. Right. Might try that. All right, you head right down a long straightaway, Mm -hmm. which curves to the left in sort of a bend. Yeah. And then comes to another straightaway. And down that, you can see a door with a torch in the sconce to the left wall which is lit. Dude, I'm on the right track, man. This is good. <laughs> and what do you want to do about that door? Does it is it unlocked? You, you try the door and I have some bad news. The door is stuck. Hmm. Door stuck. <laughs> door stuck. Door stuck. <laughs> you fucking turn into a buffalo. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> Roll to transform. D6, right? That's 2D6. I, guess, sorry. I forgot Liam is our fucking Clinton McElroy. Dude, I have no idea how to play this game. I, I honest to God, try to remember. It's the one thing that I can't stick. I can't. I can remember things really well. I it cannot make stay. this game stick with me. Nine uh, plus one, so ten. You get three actions in your bison form. Yep. Okay. So, what's your first uh, order of business? Uh, I'm gonna bash down the door. Oh hell yeah! All right. He wants in. Yeah, I want in. All right, uh, roll your damage for me, because this is a fucking door. Four. All right. In your bison form, you just slam into this door, and you basically rock it off of its hinges, and it falls into the room. As you bound into the room, you hear gears shifting within the walls, and you notice 
a little too late that there are a number of holes at about a chest high level. Uh oh, <laughs> we talking arrows? <laughs> Shortly followed by a pneumatic hiss as a number of darts fly out. Well, Your luckily, turn, bitch. <laughs> yeah, luckily I'm a buffalo, so I can take them. <laughs> I you, think you're just gonna take them. Well, I mean, can I run out of the way in time? Uh, roll defy danger dexterity. Bit unwieldy that one. What die is that? Two d six. Thank you. I, I forget ninety percent of the time in this in this in Dungeon Master it's two d six. In Dungeon Master, not just, Dungeon Master. Just let I knew what he was talking about. Don't fucking Dungeon roast. Moral. I as soon as I said, I was like, I think that's what DM stands for. <laughs> Five. Oh, no, no, wait, five. Uh, plus your dex. Plus zero. <laughs> okay, so five. five. Yep, this is five. All right, sad news. <laughs> well, luckily, I have three actions in my, um, in my, you know, I'm a... Well, you used one to get in. Yeah, one to get in, yeah. You're using one to try to get Two out of the way. Get out, okay. Which I guess it, it makes sense. You're a, bu- you're a fucking bison. It's going to be hard for you to get out of the way of yeah. most things. Mm-hmm. I, I was picturing that there'd be someone behind the door and who I d- would be able to gore as my third action. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, DeGrasse, as these darts find purchase in your bison hide. <laughs> you take that was si- my, I guess, a bison screaming. <laughs> you take six damage. <laughs> 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 but you're a bison. You shrug it off. <laughs> And you are now inside of a small room within the labyrinth. Hmm. And now I am back to... No, I'm still a bison because I got one more hold. Somewhere else within the maze, Sierra, you and Lyra have been carefully making your way through this labyrinth after you got word from a, a friend of Bazine's that there were, there were some potentially very powerful artifacts within the walls of this labyrinth that was previously the domain of a very powerful wizard. I've got to stop listening to him. Listen, not to like step on your toes or anything here. I think we were supposed to turn back there. You know, we probably were, but at this point, we're, it's already too late. To be honest, I'm I'm okay with that. And then you hear a crashing noise somewhere back behind you, down the corridors, echoing. See, it was too late. All right. And weirdly, you've been hearing similar sounds since you uh, found yourself inside this labyrinth, after you opened the door to the, the small cabin and were transported here. <sighs> but uh, this noise seems different from the ones you heard before. A lot of the noises you were hearing before were like uh, scraping noises and uh, mechanical whirring that sort of echoed down the corridors as you traverse them. This just sounds more like some very solid meat hitting. More wo- organic. Oh yeah, it's a lot more organic. It's just solid slab of beef hitting a wo- hitting something wooden and causing it to crash to the floor. Mm. Hmm, that's not normal. Should we do something about that? You mean like go towards it? Because that seems like a bad idea. But we're used to bad ideas, so yeah, let's go. That, that's true. All right, so you head out of the room that you are currently in. We'll call it room five. Okay. You exit the room back into the corridors and you head back the way you came. And by this point, you've already been through most of these rooms. Mm-hmm. You go up. Through the intestine, the through, small intestine. <laughs> through the winding corridor into another room, which you've already basically, uh, Sierra, you just so, so deftly blew the locked door <laughs> off of its hinges. Deftly, yes. And went through the simple wooden door that was unlocked <laughs> without having to blow it down. 
like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell whose idea was whose. Mm-hmm. And DeGrasse. Yes. There is another door in this room, and you hear it start to open. You are still in your bison form. What does your first instinct tell you to do? Well, I'm saying this from the point of view of someone that has never met these two people. I'm, yeah, no, I'm, no. I'm charging. Hell yeah. Yeah, because that way, here's my thinking, right? This is a little, a little um, you know, potato brain. Yeah, pea brain boy. <laughs> thinking, well, if I stay back and they have uh, any sort of ranged weaponry, yeah, I have very limited mobility and I'm a big target in a small yeah. space. Right. Your advantage is surprise and yeah, weight. And- exactly. If I charge them, A, they're not going to be ready. And B, even if they have a sword or something, I'll, you know, I can... I'll get, you know, it'll be fine. It okay. won't kill and, and here's how we're going to lay this out. Uh, they don't know you're coming. <laughs> yeah, right. So just roll your damage. <laughs> oh, God. Bitch. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> 90 or 9. Oh, my fucking oh my God. 90. Oh. I've been, my ancestors have been obliterated. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Fucking nine. God. My strength doesn't factor into it, right? This has no. been my okay, day. It's for, for the record, all nine. All damage hurts. Liam, Liam is rolling a D100 yeah. as a D10. Yeah. <laughs> That's just... why I keep saying 90. Jesus. I, do, I was like, I do have a, I yes. do have a regular Please D10. roll a D10. Take my but tiny cursed What's the matter? D10. No, no, it's, it's the same. Yeah. But just, just for the yeah, yeah. next just time. For next time. God yeah. damn. 90. 90. For the record, he did not do 90 damage. <laughs> He did nine damage. <laughs> I, bro- I broke the game. At this point, I just wish he'd done nine. I cheat coded oh 90 damage. No, okay, and that's I'm, how we met. We I died keep... immediately. <laughs> you know what? Because I remember. He I'm... killed us. <laughs> he killed us. Don't ask how we came I, back. It's like the Back to the Future thing where you were erased from all the photographs of like <laughs> yes. 20 years. Like, I'm just going to lay the end theme in right here. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I remember one. I remember. Just 90! <laughs> No, in my, in my in my defense, I do remember one game where I forgot my D10, and so I played with the D100, and then you, someone was like, "Oh, it's the same." And so in my head, oh my I still want to play with it. Oh, that was so fucking good. Ninety. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Or like gonna... ghosts have been killed. Okay. Um. So so let's get this attack from. <laughs> Oh, we gotta get back. We gotta go back to one. Oh. I got everybody. I got, I got, I got, I got Doctor. I got. I got. I, <laughs> I am stone cold sober. Oh, my cheeks hurt. Here we are. <coughs> Here we are, team. <laughs> my nose is like half the time. There's just gonna be us recovering from this. Oh no. Holy shit, okay. I'm not even kidding, my nose is really hurt. Oh, buddy. No, 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 because it was like, because I, you know when you accidentally like swallow and it goes up the... Yeah, yeah, I know. All right, I'm good, no, I'm good. Okay, Okay. all right. If you need a moment, you can get out, you can can tag out. I'm going to describe this from their perspective really fast. (laughs) No, we're good, we're good. Liam's dead now. So so let's I'll roll with a D10, sorry. <laughs> it's too late. Anyway, okay. Next time. So let's get this from uh Sierra and Lear's point of view. <laughs> As a fucking plains bison <laughs> crashes through the door of this strange mage's labyrinth. It's like a surreal, you know, it's like one thing is not it, supposed to be in this location. This is like a fucking dolly painting. <laughs> yeah, I was, kidding. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. of the bit uh, the Boonwell move where the with the cow on the, you know. Mm. The Thank you. So dolly, yeah. 
we're but, on the same page. Yeah, you, you guys get bowled over by the door smashing in on you and the body of this huge fucking uh, beast of burden. And you both take nine damage. And this thing just careens through the corridor and then like reels back around to face the two of you. It's uh, bison horns. Extended. That's his last hold. Does he transform? Back oh my god! Into you know what? You're right. Yeah. And as as <laughs> as he lowers his uh, bison horns to take another charge at you, he, he shape shifts right before your very eyes into the stooped form of a <laughs> shitty twink, a, a shitty dirt, teenager, a dirt covered uh, farmhand teenager. I'll never be your beast of <laughs> And like I'm imagining like when, when DeGrasse transforms back out, he's just like stooped over yeah, with his like, head lowered like he's still a bison. Mm-hmm. Uh What the fuck? I I'm more upset that he's not a bison. I thought we were gonna have dinner later. Are you hostile? Did you, the one who just bulled our asses over, ask us? If we were hostile. Look, man, all kinds of freaky shit's been going on in here, and I didn't know who you were or if you were, you know. For all I know, you know, my ass could have been grass. Back there, which you didn't see, I got all these darts fired at me. You could have been, you know, the people that put the darts there or, you know, or associates or whatever. Are you not that? He's got a point. You want to tell that to my broken fucking bones? This is a high-stress scenario. I'm sorry. I don't have time for, uh... You know, sympathies. I'm sorry that that happened, but you would have done the same thing if you could shapeshift like me. Okay, can we all just breathe for a sec? Let me make sure a rib isn't puncturing my lung. <sighs> Alright, I'm fine. Okay. So, you're a bison. <laughs> well, this is my real form. Oh. I g- I'm from the plains, so I can turn into any animal from the plains. But you can't turn into someone who's bathed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Good one. Where are you from? Are you being serious? Or yeah, yeah. Like what, a, a joke what, town, what town are you from? You clearly <laughs> have some like sort a... of no. You clearly have some sort of resentment at the uh, at the plains people. What what town are you from? I have some <laughs> resentment at being knocked on my ass. You're not one of those port of plenty people, aren't you? All right, okay. I bet Where you live in a big going? mansion on top of a hill. Oh come on! With your little fucking family, and you don't pay your inheritance tax. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Look, man, you came for me. I wasn't about to make cracks about your, you know, heritage, but you said I was unwashed, and, you know, it's over the fucking line. Okay. At least I was telling the okay, truth. Okay, I will put a stop to that right now. I probably was, too. Okay. She's sorry for whatever she's saying, but as Am long as, I? But as you need to apologize for bulldozing us. I apologize. Okay. If I had, no, if I had seen you, gotten the visual confirmation, wouldn't have done it. Okay. Wouldn't visual, have done it. Visual pat down. So now that we've done... But, we've- but you can understand, what are my options if I'm, I can only change into plain animals, right? Like, I can't really bold rush you if I'm a prairie dog. Can't really do it if I'm a swallow. Can't really do it if I'm a fox. I kind of got to go go big or go home, you know? I got to go tank. <laughs> Lyra gets up, dusts herself off, and just starts walking in the opposite direction. She's kind of like done just here. back the way you guys came? Yeah, she's All right. like, I don't fucking... Ugh. Well, hang on. Is there a way out? How'd you guys get in here? Through the front door? What? I mean, is there another way Well, in? other than the way I came in. We just walked in a, in a cabin door. I mean, is there? A, did you come in a different way other than just a cabin door? No, like when you come in, it's a big, long straight, right? And there's kind of a T at the end. Is that kind of how it was for you? Yeah. All right, well. Shit, I don't know how we... Do we? I guess we just took different turns and ended up on the other side of the door. 
Yeah. I'm going to keep going, Sierra, if you want to, you know, unless you, you, you feel like talking to the the, bull, the bison man. Um, I'm actually uh, not bison man. My uh, name's DeGrasse Tillfield. It's very nice to meet you. Nice to, to meet you too, Mr. Tillfield. Uh, we were just going. And your name is? Lyra. Okay. Mm. I mean, do we need to... And your name is? Uh, it's Sierra. I did say Pleasure. that. Pleasure. Sierra, it does strike you as odd that there's a teenager out in the miasma. No, no, I I know that. <laughs> but at this point, I've been around Lyra enough to be like, yeah, this probably happens. I'm an older teenager, but still. <laughs> I always assumed Lyra was like in her tw- like early 20s. No, she's like 19. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. baby. She's 19. She, she never le- fucking learned how to read. Me. Oh, well, 19-year-olds yeah. think of 17-year-olds as babies. So. Yeah. So, so Lyra, you trek back the way you came mm-hmm. down the hall. I apologize for my friend's rudeness. It's all right. She's just... Always like that. That's a lot coming from you, but all right. Lyra, you're not in the room anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if she's always like this, then why are you her friend? She has good qualities. I'll take your word for it. All right, so the, the three of you, you head after Lyra, the both of you? Yep. Yeah. Probably Sierra first and then Degrasse. Yep. We'll have to coordinate our attack, uh, or, you know, our way out based on our own perceptions of how we came in here so we'll just you know you're assuming we're gonna get attacked again no i mean coordinate i was sort of using as a phrase i meant coordinate our plan of attack you know like when you when you when you're out shopping no i just <laughs> <laughs> no, no no i wanted to hear no, no. Line i was realized i was gonna get contemporary with it okay <laughs> yeah the- <laughs> it's like a grocery list you know yeah it's like anyway. you coordinate a plan of attack you don't literally mean you're gonna hold the grocery store for ransom <laughs> but you could you could that would also be a plan of attack. That's an interesting analogy, but I actually get it. Mm-hmm. So you guys trail in after Lyra down this uh, switchback corridor, back down this long arching hall, back to the room where you were originally when you heard the no- the cacophony that DeGrasse caused back behind you. And there is still one unlocked door in that room where you guys came from. DeGrasse, you are sort of following behind as these uh, people have obviously sort of blazed a bit of a trail ahead of you and made sure that it's safe, at least. Yeah, I'll stick behind. I don't think, you know, I'm, I've, I've used up the buffalo for a while, so. Right. You know, I'm little more than a wastrel of a man. <laughs> I don't even know if that word's right. Wastrel. Wastrel, it's right. <laughs> a wastrel. A wastrel. But they lead you back into this uh, long room within the maze. And here, just like you saw before at the beginning of the maze, the walls of this room are carved with geometric patterns. I saw this before. I saw this before. Did you see this before? Uh, Unlike before. Yes, you you all went down the same (laughs) Okay, I know. But was I blind as I usually am? No, no. (laughs) Sierra pointed them out to me. and I. You guys had enough time to sort of slowly take your time with it so you didn't run into any traps. Let's just say we slowly (laughs) taught you how to be better at this. Here's the thing. I think it's just Lyra has ADD. So it's like like it exists, but just not in her like mental field, (laughs) essentially. And uh, DeGrasse, you note that unlike the uh, previous geometric patterns, which were run through with some sort of heavy blade, these ones seem to be intact. Hmm. Oh, was he just like p- part of the crew then? I thought you you told me it's better to have less people to split the loot with. In fact, that's part of the reason you didn't want to 
adventure with me, Sierra, but I, I see how it is. He's only 17, by the looks of it. And he's obviously been through a lot. I mean, look at him. Well, I said some quite nasty things last time I looked at him, so maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to work on that temper of yours. Once again, that's a lot coming from you. Yeah, but that's normal. And as far as this room is concerned, there is still the matter of that unopened door. Do you want to open it or head back out into the into the labyrinth? Let's check this unopened door. All right. Hey, Lara, want to try throwing a rock at it again? <laughs> Good callback. I would like to, but I feel like you're just making fun of me. Oh, I very much am. If you're so smart, you do something about it. Okay. I'll throw two rocks. <laughs> they just bounce off the door. Nothing happens. Looks like it's safe. <laughs> it does. Although you've been throwing you were throwing them at the door, so this was obviously some sort of burn. <laughs> this is you were doing a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is very much a bit. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to open the door. <laughs> okay. You open the door into a room bathed in red light. On the three walls of this room, there are protruding three marble statue heads of carved demonic faces. Something tells me we're in the right place. Each of them has a wide open mouth with an abscess that is large enough for you to probably stick a hand or Talon in. Yeah, something tells me we're right where we need to be. There are three of them, one for each uh, wall. I'd like to roll to discern realities, even though I'm uh, blind. All right. Let's try. Roll me to discern realities. <laughs> I just cook them long enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> Overcooked. It turns out. No. That, that's a six plus your whiz is a zero, so six. Okay. Lyra, you you try to get a closer look at these uh, at these demon heads, and in the process, you you uh, lift up one of your bird legs and place it in the mouth of the demon on the demon head on the left wall. Do I? You do. <laughs> Did you get? Wait, is she stuck? She's gone. Oh, Lyra's gone. Lyra disappears the minute that her foot goes into this demon mouth. Oh, boy. That's not good. Lyra? Hey. Lyra, you feel this sudden unearthly like churn in your stomach, and then you are not in that red light bathed room with your friend and uh, strange boy. <laughs> You are at the corner of a corridor that is unfamiliar to you. A, a corner door, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> you are no longer in the room. Uh, she is no longer in the room. Ah, oh, great. Now I lost her. And you have no idea if she was just like unmade or like deatomized or destroyed or if she was just teleported. You can't tell. Okay, so I have two options. I can either... Or maybe she's invisible and still in the room. 
never mind. I guess I have three options. No, that <laughs> wouldn't be it because I would be fucking with Sierra if that was true. <laughs> yeah, that rules out that one. <laughs> so two options. I either go in, see what the heck happened, which seems like a bad idea, or just keep exploring. Thanks. And hopefully find her somewhere else. And Lyra, there is uh, an identical demon head in the wall behind you. I'm going to do that thing again, I guess. Nothing happens. It seems like this is a one-way trip. Motherfucker. All right, I'm going to go in the thing. You just put your hand in? Yep. Uh, <laughs> DeGrasse, you watch as uh, this nice salamander wharf lady sticks her hand into this demon's mouth and just disappears. Uh, <laughs> that was you, my sentiments. Exactly. What do you do? Well, I don't trust myself to not get lost if I have to look for them around this place. So I guess I got to go in Demon Man, too. All right. So you put your hand in? Yeah. You're gone. And uh, Lyra, very quickly, very like within your personal bubble, mm-hmm. Sierra appears. <clears throat> Like literally, her nose and like this in like the small of your back, because she's a very short lady. Mm-hmm. And then DeGrasse appears behind you, Sierra, <laughs> and you immediately like spring forward and knock all three of you over <laughs> to the floor. We domino, basically. Oh, Lyra, you're alive. That you guys fun. are still like splayed out on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that, that was interesting. Yeah, that's the word for it. Looks like, looks like we're kind of stuck here, huh? Uh, we're definitely somewhere else. Uh, I'm gonna. I mean, is you're there... never stuck. It's only when you give up trying to find a way out. Okay, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who's Yoda? <laughs> no, this is this is Laura. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Laura with an important yeah. Star Wars update. Yeah. Who um, is this? Yoda. So you guys are in this this uh, the corner of this labyrinth right now. And your options are to go down, which seems to lead you into another winding corridor, or to take the bend to your right, which seems to lead down a very long hall. I say right. I'm going right. That's two, two. I usually follow Sierra. Your opinion so. is irrelevant. <laughs> You've outvoted it. <laughs> so uh, you guys are heading right down this corridor. Yep. Yep. Down yep. the long straightaway into a curve, and you find more geometric patterns. More of these fucking things. Can anyone, either of you decipher them? Well, that looks like a square, and there's a triangle, and that's a circle, and that's all I've got. <laughs> well, it, it's very like, uh, so it's sort of like a Saul Bass uh, situation gotcha. where it's like interlocking lines. Yeah, it's circles and squares within circles and squares. Mm-hmm. And in this hallway, they seemed, there, instead of there being just one slash mark, there seemed to be a number of like very deep gouging cuts. Along the along the wall, as if something was just making like hatch marks as it walked. Something else also dislikes this geometry as much as I do. And as you say that, you actually hear that uh, strange mechanical noise that you the you two heard when you as you've been wandering through the maze. DeGrasse, you don't know what that fucking noise was. I have no idea what that fucking noise was. <laughs> We've been. Hearing it quite a bit. So I'm guessing we're still on the right track then. So, guess 
We're just going to have to follow the noise. That really worked out for us last time, didn't it? (laughs) (sighs) As you head down the corridor, you come to a very peculiar stopping point. There's a bend, and at the end of the bend, there's a little bit of a straightaway. But in the center of the straightaway, the stone floor is gone. It's missing. And in its place, there is, similar to the ceiling, it's just void. It's too long for any of you to wager like a hop, except for the one of you who has wings who's looking at me. <laughs> I was like, uh, did you say can't walk there? Hmm. I will say, though, Lyra, you tried to do some flying when you got in earlier, and this place doesn't seem to like it when people get off the ground. When you tried to take flight earlier, it seemed as if gravity like actively switched around on you and you were suddenly flying down and you crashed back to the uh, floor. That's fun. But it might be a little different here since there's no floor here. Okay. Or well, I have an idea, but and, and do me a favor, Sierra, just, you know, grab onto me somewhere so I don't fall. Okay, yeah, I know what I see what you're doing. Okay. And once Sierra has a has a grip on like a bit of tunic or something, I I kind of take a gentle ju- leap into the, over the chasm to start flying. All right, you leap into the void and it feels as if you were being both pulled and pushed at the same time. It's almost as if the this particular section the previous rules where it would sort of change things around on you arrival style. They they, they seem to be both acting against you and for your benefit here. You're to sort of like a net like zero. Yeah. But roll me a defy danger dexterity. The seven plus one plus two is ten. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Math. All right. You, uh, as you leap in, you recognize what's happening here, and you adjust yourself accordingly to sort of instead of fly, you realize, oh, I don't need to push my wings or anything like that. I just need to glide here. Yeah. To make sure that because if you you feel like if you fly if you flap your wings too much, you'll get some lift, and then it'll push you back down. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like extend your wings you'll fall yeah so you you reach like a happy medium where you're only giving just enough lift and you glide right through okay and land on the opposite side to grass you watch as uh sierra and lyra glide gracefully across the chasm what do you do turn into a uh, bird of some kind is it a robin redbreast yeah why not hell yeah signature bird hell yeah all right uh so uh, roll me to transform 12. Okay. Nat plus, 12. Yeah, nat yeah, nat 12. Plus your whiz. Whiz plus 1 so 13. All right, so a 13 so you get three hold. So you get three actions in your bird form. Yeet. And you take flight. I cross I cross the chasm with ease. Lyra, you look back at Degrasse. His form compresses into the shape of a small red-breasted robin, a tiny little bird. Oh, that makes things a lot easier for me. Now, uh, DeGrasse, roll me a Defy Danger Dexterity. All nine. Right. Nine plus your dex. Banger. Zero, so All right. nine. Yeah. Not bad. I'm slamming them tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> and uh, the two of you watch as DeGrasse, in his bird form, gingerly takes flight through this void space. 
and his wing beats are uh, not as large as yours, Lyra. He's he's uh, he has to compensate a little bit more for the uh, the strange properties of gravity within the labyrinth. He manages to make it across. <sighs> and Degress, where do you land? I I sort of fly around your heads and give an inquiring like tweet tweet, and then. Uh, Wanted neither of you freak out, so I land on Sierra's shoulder. Aww. Good decision. That's very good. It hurts to walk because mm-hmm. <laughs> I have very small twig legs. Uh, Sierra, this tiny robin lands on you. And she roasts him for dinner. <laughs> I just look over and just like, oh, DeGrasse can turn into more than bison. Yeah, like I said, I said I could turn into a. Um, all animals and plants. You're saying this, and all we can hear is <laughs> just, just like annoyed, like. Well, actually, and you guys round the corner after this uh, this section of uh, the labyrinth with the void, and you're back at the beginning, back where you both entered into the labyrinth. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. <laughs> what the heck is this place? Uh, annoying is what it is. You're back at the beginning of the labyrinth. The place where you came in after you entered through the cabin door. What do you do? I'm gonna... Do you guys just want to like retrace your steps? Do we? Because if so, we can just fast forward back to your uh, position back at the demon room. Yeah, let's... Wait, yeah, let's demon? Ret- let's retrace our steps, figure out where we're going... Because obviously we must have went through the... I'm guessing we went through the wrong one. All right, so you all retrace your steps back to uh, the demon room. Fine with me. What I could do, I will... (laughs) I don't know how to say this as a Robin, but I could fly ahead, fly through the thing as a provisional. And then if, you know, if it works, then I can get back to them and then meet them in there. (laughs) Just like you hear me echoing all around the labyrinth (laughs) as I fly. I wish I understood what he said. Or if I'm a robin, uh, I can fly above. Well, I'll, I can see where to go. Can you fly out of the All right, void? Fine. There's a roof or something. It doesn't, doesn't want you the to. Gravity gets weird when you yeah. get too high. Yeah, right. Gravity bad. But uh, I will say, uh, Degrass, you can untransform at any time. You don't have to hold. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess this probably has outweighed its usefulness now. So, <laughs> did you get off of Sierra's shoulder before you transformed? Yeah, yeah. No, okay. he doesn't. And the, her shoulder just creaks like that. <laughs> just so, snaps. Uh, the robin hops off of your shoulder and then reforms into DeGrasse Tillfield. That's going to take some getting used to. Handy little oh, trick, you, though. You ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. I suppose we'll just, you know, trial and error. Trial and error. So you've used the right demon most. head on the rightmost wall. There is the one straight in front of you and the one to the left. My vote's on the left one. Me too. I was going to say that too. Yeah, let's try the left. Who wants to go first? I'll go. All right, Sierra, you you thrust your hand into this demon's sculpture's mouth and you wink out of existence briefly and then you reappear inside of a room in the labyrinth that you haven't seen yet. Uh... Inside this room, the room is decorated sort of like like a bedroom. There's a there's a number of bookshelves on the east wall, and it, it's just full of uh, tomes. So many fucking books. It looks so fucking old. There is a bed against the far wall, and next to that bed, there is a large chair 
And in that chair, there is a, in very tattered blue robes, there is a corpse with uh, elven features, a bald head, and it's holding a very big leather-bound book. I will also note, on the western wall, there is what looks like a statue made out of a very shiny metal. You, you, You clock it as platinum. And this statue is this, like, very round, like, almost like, have you ever played Dark Souls? You know, like, uh, the, uh, the Onion Knight? Yeah. Very much like that, but, it, like, extremely large and a lot taller and sort of seated cross-legged against this eastern wall with a very large platinum blade in its, its two outstretched palms. Hmm. Well, I'm going to check that. I'm going to check the body first. Okay. And I'm going to take that uh, book. Well, roll discern realities for me. Yeah. All right. What's that on your uh, discern realities roll? Eight. An eight is deluxe success. So uh, you get one hold. What do you want to ask me? What here is not as it appears to be? That fucking statue. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you how you know. You go to pick the book up off of the corpse. And you hear, now very up close and personal, that metallic screeching and grinding noise that you were hearing echoing throughout the halls of the labyrinth earlier. Oh. And the the head of this Onion Knight-looking statue, it, it picks up its head, and with what you assume are its eyes, it looks directly at you. Oh. And at that moment, we materialize into the room. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> Sierra, uh, Lyra, and DeGrasse bamf into the room behind you just as this uh, st- this platinum golem picks its head up and looks directly at you. Nice Nightcrawler reference. So I found the source of our noise. Yeah, what is it? The, the I'm just going to point. <laughs> the statue, the, the golem like flips its hand over onto the handle of the blade, grabs a hold of it, and begins to sort of push itself off and extend its legs to its full standing height with his big fucking platinum broadsword in one hand. Uh... Oh, that. And it's just like stooping. And the blade is basically as big as it is. So yeah, there's our noise. Huh. I will note, Sierra, you do have the book. You managed to pick the book up. But now this uh, this golem is awake. Can I look inside the book? Is there anything I can read from it? You flip through the pages. You do not know how to read this script. <laughs> Throw it. <laughs> you flip through the pages, and then as the Rathmetrians in you do, you may know somebody in Boone who could read this script for you, or but who could are. translate this script. But they, but they are in Boone and not in the miasma. <laughs> I'm about to say like. Damn it, I wish we were in Boone right now. <laughs> Not close enough to be helpful. And as you say that, the, the the platinum golem swings its massive sword directly at you. What do you do? Defy danger. All right, roll defy danger dexterity. All of us are just her. Just her. Get, well, you know what? That's a good point, Lyra. We're standing very close You're to You're all other. standing right there, and the sword is as big as this thing is tall. So everybody's going to have to roll Defy Danger Dexterity. I'll wait for her. Mm -hmm. Nope. (laughs) 
or could I could I potentially that's a three turn or a die mine. plus your dex which is zero so that's a three for want to turn Sierra. mine into mine into an eight or interfere instead I, I don't think that's gonna help because it will definitely not help Sierra rolled a three you could only boost that up to a four okay seven plus my dex is nine what's okay. the what what's the ceiling I've got to clear here to to avoid damage. A seven or nine, you have to get it. If you want to yeah, avoid seven damage, nine. okay. So if you want to avoid complications, you have to roll above a nine. Oh boy, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> two. That's two ones, everybody. <laughs> I have a zero deck. Just okay. So that's literally two ones. Literally the worst you could possibly roll. <laughs> that's definitely XP, right? Yeah. That is hella XP. No, you both gain an XP for that horrible failure. Yeah, mark mark an additional XP. I have a. I now have two XP. Proud of you. I have a lot from my last fuck up. So. Oh my lord. You're damn right you do. Hoofa doofa. <laughs> Actually, I'm the one who didn't get completely obliterated by this motherfucker. But you know, right. look who's talking. You All right. Through, right. Here's what we'll do, Lyra. Hi. You, since she, well, <laughs> you being of a higher dex, of like a you. I'm dexterous as fuck. You being the most dexterous person in this party currently. Yes. You recognize what what's about to come through, mm-hmm. and you just like combat roll out of the way effectively. Mm-hmm. But in the process, your your whip, your your like ancestral familial weapon. Then it slips off my leg. <laughs> yeah. Your 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 whip slips off of your leg and clatters to the ground, sort of like within swiping distance of this platinum golem. But you have effectively uh, gotten the fuck out of the way. Shit. And now we will resolve the holy hell that is about to be wrought on <laughs> Sierra and then Degrass. Guess it's a solo mish from now on, guys. Uh, Degrass, you take four damage. Oh, rats. Sort of dealing with a more flat end of the blade since you are further away from the tip, which was pointed at Sierra. I think I had six from before, too. Right. So now I'm at... Oh, so my last hit points were at 10, but I assume that's from, you know, the yeah, refreshes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we're, it's, we're back up. So I'm at nine now. Wait, 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 what? Yeah, because because I lost 10 and then four, or six and then four, so 19 what minus is 10 is, oh, so is nine. Wait, is that is 19 your, like, your full health? Yeah. As is mine. Damn, all right. I didn't realize that. Anyway. Is that uh, smaller or bigger than you would have expected? It's smaller than I would have thought. And Sierra. Sierra, unfortunately, since you take the brunt of this massive platinum blade, you take nine points of damage. Good thing I have fighting fire with fire. <gasps> and what, what does that do for you? When I take damage and the damage is an odd number. Uh-huh. Haha, the flames within me come to my aid. I get to roll 1d4 and either add that many uses to my burning brand or reduce the damage by that amount. Because okay, so you do want to do you want to reduce the damage or do you want to get more burning brand points? Mm. <laughs> I want to reduce the damage. All right, roll that d4. Yes. <laughs> All right, that's 4 damage, so you only take 5. Oh, that's better. That is better. So where's but your still ouch. Where's your health at right now? Okay, 9 for Oh, that's, oh, it's like it's six. Okay. So describe to me, how, how do you summon the flames to protect you? Or is it just like like buckler style shields made out of fire? Ooh. Yep. I like that. Like sort of a, like a Wonder Woman deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And you're, you're just sort of pushed, pushed back by the blade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's badass. That is pretty cool. That's what I was thinking was happening. Either that or I just put the book up. <laughs> don't, don't. That's valuable. <laughs> All right, uh, DeGrasse, what do you want to do here? Oh, man. Uh, I can't do what he just did, right, where I try to recover some of my damage? No. Nope. You don't have that yeah, as a I don't, special I don't ability. Have that, no. I mean, you could, do you have a, he- a healing potion on you? You probably do without realizing it. Um, no. Oh. oh, what? No, I have halfling pipe leaf. <laughs> you can just smoke. <laughs> just, just like fuck it. Um, You're just gonna medicate. No, what can I turn into that would make me? I mean, I have some weapons on me, right? I can go to town. No, you don't have any weapons. No, on I don't. You. That's right. I don't. You're, you're a child. That's right. No, I don't. Okay. Um, what can I turn into? I can turn into a falcon of sorts. I can peck, peck at things. I will say this thing is uh, a. It's a golem made out of metal. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe I should not do that. Maybe. maybe maybe you should do something to get out of the way so you don't die. I and while while oh. uh, slashing and piercing might not be effective, uh, bludgeoning would be useful. Buffalo. I'm thinking that would be the that's okay. the play. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know if I could do it again so quickly. But well, yeah, you can do it as many times that's as you true. want. I guess I can. All right, but, but you are is. you are the druid. I am the druid. <laughs> Roll two d six for your shapeshift. Bye, son. Bye, Felicia. Mm-hmm. Eight. Eight. All right. How many hold does that give you? Two. Uh, yeah. Plus, uh, yeah. Either way, it's seven to nine. That's All right. So you get two hold as a bison. What's your fir- you shapeshift into your bison form? What is your first order of business? What's your first move? I'm gonna take out one of the legs. All right. Hell yeah. Good idea. Uh, roll hack and slash. Uh, D10. Two D6. Okay. <laughs> when in doubt, two D6. Yeah. Right. Honestly. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck. <laughs> Three. Oh. All right. DeGrasse. Yeah. You charge at the Platinum Golem, and it sort of, in a robotic fashion, pivots on its center of mass. Toro, Toro. Sees you coming, and it it grabs you by what are, like, your, your bison, like... My haunches or whatever, it, yeah. It, it grabs you by the haunches, and it's being pushed back by you. But it is holding you at bay. Okay. As you, you, it's sort of like a like a uh, unstoppable force, immovable object thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Spin move. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lyra, uh, the the platinum golem is distracted. You have the opportunity to pick up your whip. I would like to do that, right. and I would also like to discern realities. And since we're in combat, I get a plus one to discern realities. That's true. Roll that for me. Banger. Um, I didn't even need it. So that's a 10 on the die and plus one. Plus um, your uh, whiz, right? Which is or, nothing. Okay, so <laughs> oh, that's an 11. Uh, Ask me three questions. Okay. What should I be on the lookout for? The sword. Uh, the platinum golem seems to, even with that large sword, it seems to favor like closing distance between it and its targets to make attacks. You notice this as it's like, sort of beginning to faint to pull the grass in his bison form in mm-hmm. to make some sort of uh some sort of retaliatory blow. Um what here is useful or valuable to me? You remember that silver sword you picked up earlier? That was in a whole nother dungeon, yeah. Yeah. When you lost your whip, mm-hmm. 
you you instinctively went back to the hilt of the broken blade. Mm-hmm. When you wrapped your hand around the hilt, you actually felt the blade sort of pulse hmm. in your hand. Seems important. And finally, what here is not what it seems to be. The corpse in the chair. Nothing more specific. <laughs> you notice that around that body, there seems to be a very faint sort of shimmering to the air. Almost as if it had some sort of aura around it. Aura what? Oh my god. <laughs> Get off my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm stalling for time. Um I'm gonna grab the, the sword. Do I feel an any inclination based on what the sword do, or is it just like, hey, the sword is just vaguely feels important? When you actually unsheath the blade, the broken silver blade, it's not as if things have slowed down, but it is as if there are sections of the golem that actually seem to be glowing to you, sort of a brilliant white. Ah. And that inscription along the edge of the blade is glowing with a similar light. I'm going to stab him. (laughs) All right. I will give you uh, a plus one to hack and slash with this particular weapon. Okay. That didn't, that wasn't anything. And additionally, I think it's only fair that since this thing is sort of giving you, you you get the sense that that this thing is giving you an access to like weak points. Mm -hmm. And the one that's the most immediately accessible to you is at the back of its, like the nape of its neck. Okay. Banger. That's an 11 plus your strength. So what, 12? That is an unnatural 12. Yeah, there you go. Banger. Banger. So roll your damage plus one as well. Okay. Four plus one is five. five. So you take to the skies briefly and you plunge this this silver blade into the back of the golem's neck. And DeGrasse, it lets go of you. Thank God. And it reels back, thrusting its hands back to try to grasp at Lyra. Uh, What do you do, DeGrasse? I still have a hold left. Yeah, and this thing is opening itself up to you basically by shifting its attention. Let's it's let's the groin. let's get it. All right, you you're just gonna charge again? Yeah, in the right right in the dick. All let's right. get this bread. All right, you you <laughs> lower your head even more than usual to get sort of a gore. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting the up the you know. Oh we're man, this is gonna be tight. really gonna tear some meat. And since this thing isn't <laughs> oh, active, this thing isn't actively trying to combat you right now. It's got its attention focused elsewhere. So just roll your damage. Oh yeah, right. Because so I'm because I'm gonna hit. Yeah. It's me, the professional distraction. <laughs> 80. <laughs> Please, eight. 80. 8. Damage is 8. All right. Hell yeah. So while this thing is trying to uh, get at Lyra, DeGrasse just fucking uh, reels in on it. This is like a, a batter wind up. Just like yeah. you can just see this one's going out of the park. And it stumbles back and almost like crushes Lyra in the wall. but. Bad. But sort of tra- as it's trying to right itself and still grab at you, it pushes off of the wall again. Mm-hmm. And Lyra, it makes a swipe at you with its arm. What do you do? I defy that danger. All right, roll 2d6. I defy you, foul beast. I defy you to defy that danger. Plus <laughs> yeah. my dex. Uh-huh. So we're fine. Six, seven, so that's eight. A, that's a seven. Seven, got it. Because I'm not really flying anymore. Right. I'm alive. <laughs> All right. So you 
basically do like a an assisted backflip off of the golem, yeah. but you leave the blade plunged into it, the back of its neck. Mm-hmm. And as you let go of the blade, that glowing vision fades away. Mm-hmm. And you are left with your whip. Mm-hmm. Sierra, you have just witnessed a textbook rope-a-dope. <laughs> and this thing seems to have its hands full with your two compatriots. What are you going to do here? Wait a minute. I can melt platinum. That is true. <laughs> Lyra so also, really helpful a while back. Also, Lyra, uh, just just uh, <laughs> it really could have been helpful. Just just for uh, just just for the record, do you make it known to everyone that there's something off about the body, or is that just something you're keeping to yourself for now? I don't think she would have thought. To, to tell everyone? Mention? I think she was prioritizing. Okay, no, fair. Canon. Yeah. What, the dead body? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so you're going to try to... Yeah, I forgot I could do that. Sorry, and what's this ability called again? It's called handcrafted. All right, I will say you are under a bit of duress, so you're going to have to roll handcrafted for me here. Okay. And I don't... And, and just... To even the playing field a little bit. I don't think you can handcraft the whole damn golem. I'm not going to handcraft the whole damn golem. No, just some damage. I'm just going to... You can definitely, like, do a leg. (laughs) I'm going to say either a leg or I'm going to do something to that sword. So, Leon, in order to do uh, handcrafted for this, I'm going to need you to roll a defy danger plus your constitution. Okay. Four. All right. No. <laughs> well, plus two. Plus my con, which is six, but okay, still. Still a fail. But yeah. if I, you know, push you over the edge there. That is true. Okay, Lyra, do you want to try over to aid the interfere moon. here? Yeah, I, I'm going to play at the game that I'm very good at, apparently, which is distraction. All right, so how are you distracting the platinum golem here? Um, I think... Uh, I'm going to make as if I'm going to grab for that sword again because it does not like me sawing at its neck. All right, so you're going to sort of do a feint to distract it? Yeah. Okay, and roll for that, please. If you flub this roll, you're going to open yourself up to complicate... Complications. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Ladies, (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen... The late Lyra Greyfeather rolled a three. (laughs) Three strikes and you're out. A bada bing. I'm not bleeding as badly as she is, though. That is a three plus one. Oh, man. But you you were unable to uh, distract this thing. Oh, no. Oh, man. And as it pivots on the advancing Sierra Scorchskin, who is attempting to basically like weld through it, it swings its arms to sort of bring them up into a hammer fisting type motion and in the process it does knock you aside Lyra and you okay. take if you roll a fucking 10 again I'll kill you personally don't Michael e- don't even trip dog you take okay. 4 damage <laughs> as this thing basically like knocks you aside in its move to attack Sierra mm-hmm. and Sierra since you failed that defy danger roll I know you're going to take oh please roll like a, a d4 or something Actually, you know what? Since this is both of its fists, it's going to be a lot. You're a motherfucker, huh? <laughs> That's 10 damage. That's a dead woman. I don't think we can do that legally. What, I, unless, why are you looking at me like that, motherfucker? Jesus I'm dead. Unless okay, well, to re- resurrect here's, my girl. Here's something cool we get to do now that you've died. 
I know, we get to do Last Breath. Yes, Last Breath. When you're dying, you catch a glimpse of what lies beyond the black gates of death's kingdom. Then roll. Just roll plus nothing. On a 10 plus, you've cheated death. You're, on, you're in a bad spot, but you're still alive. On a 7 to 9, death will offer you a bargain. Take it, stabilize, or refuse and pass beyond the black gates into whatever fate awaits you. On a miss, your fate is sealed. So there's a real chance that you could totally remove the last 15 episodes Just of the show. Really canon. <laughs> hey, don't fuck it up, babe. I don't know. Let's see how this roll goes. Roll with, don't roll with us. Roll, roll with the, the, the other one. Okay. Okay. Oh! That's a seven. That's the end of the show, folks. No, that's no, a seven. no, 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 it's, it's not it's, a miss. It's, it's I'm death, gonna get bargained. It's death bargain time. Oh, oh right, right, right. <laughs> Dormammu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> Sierra. Fuck off. As the light fades, as this thing is effectively caved in your chest with its two-handed downward strike, things become very gray. Everything in the room hmm. fades to a monochrome. This can't be how I die. <laughs> there is, uh, and as it does, everything in the room disappears. It seems as if uh, you know, Lyra is gone, DeGrasse is gone, the Platinum Golem is gone, and standing in the center of the room is a sort of gray-skinned, pale figure in white minstrel's garb with a very like big bard hat, and he's holding a jet black like obsidian stringed instrument. Oh, hey, Death. Well, that wasn't, uh, yeah, that is me. Hello. You had a pretty rough go of it in here, honey. Yeah, what else is new? I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty sure I've died before. Well, if you have, you certainly haven't talked to me. It kind of, it's not even that. Sierra, I'm here to offer you a way back to your friends, back to the land of the living. But you have to do something for me. Yeah, there's always something. It is a strange and particular case that you have here. In what regard? Well, your world has already encountered so much pain and suffering, even before the great uh, cataclysm that claimed most of the land. Ah. Yeah, that's pretty understandable reasoning. The thing about that, Sierra is that the miasma was not a planned event. That had, I had nothing to do with that. No one I know had anything to do with that. It occurred. It did not herald itself in any way. It simply happened. And, frankly, I don't like things that upset the natural order. Now, you have already set yourself out on a path to reclaim what little of the world there is left. I have. And you've garnered some fairly competent allies. I have. They have their uses, and they will come in handy later. I can assure you of that. Their particular abilities will bring you very far. Especially very far from here. I want you to do me a favor. All right, let's hear it. I understand that the wandering lifestyle does not take very well to cooperation to teammates. Yeah, that's kind of the first rule. And I know you're very reticent to take on charges. No. 
Would you rather see what's on the other end of the black gate? No, but I don't like where this is going. It's just two stewards, Sierra, and they will help you along in your travels and bring you a much, much easier lifestyle than you had previously. I was managing. <laughs> are you trying to convince me or yourself of that? They can help you, Sierra. And more importantly, something is coming down the road that you're going to need them for. Will you accept my bargain, Sierra? Will you watch over these two young wanderers? Help them to grow. I don't get much of a choice, do I? Not necessarily, but in time, you will understand why you were the one who needed to bring them along. <sighs> All right. But if I die, it's on you. <laughs> Isn't that always the way? Yeah, fuck you. Have fun with that uh, platinum thing. That seemed difficult. Wow, you are very just... You are so snarky. And then, Sierra, the, the color returns to the world. Your friends apparate back to existence, and they are embroiled in battle with the platinum golem. Here's, here's, here's my thing. Yes. Uh, we've established that this is a world where we no one really believes in God. Gods are dead and gone as far as we know. Well, yeah. I'm not, this is not me defining it. This is, does Sierra remember anything when she wakes up or is it just kind of a feeling in her chest that says this is what you have to do? I feel like this is definitely more of a feeling now. Of course. As opposed to uh, having like, you don't have a full recollection of your, your talking with the god of death. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Great. But uh, whatever protective instincts you had toward these two before. Multiply. <laughs> yes. Some say her heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> All you got to do is die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Sierra, you see these two effectively like children fighting this thing that fucking killed you in like a hit two hits and it's got its back turned to you and you have fairly golden opportunity here what do you want to do oh it's back it's turned to me yeah it's back it's turned to me yes <laughs> it's currently fighting a bison and a bird girl it's a little busy michael have you ever heard of a game called mortal Kombat? i'm familiar <laughs> with yes yes go on have you heard of a character named Liu kang yes and i like yes have you heard of a move that basically involves punching into somebody and pulling a heart out? Y yes. I'm familiar. Yes. <laughs> well, some, I'm going to do something like that minus the heart. Okay. <laughs> so, so what is that? What is that actually going to... Burning brand. Burning brand. Okay. <laughs> but Liu Kang style. Roll it. I thought you were going to say bicycle kick, honestly. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm very into all of the above. I have options. Nice. So that's an unnatural 12. Okay. So that's what? Three three tags? Two tags. Yeah, three. three tags. Instead All of right. calling them unnatural, we should call them supernatural. <laughs> it's a supernatural so 12. that's definitely a hand. All right, hand. Plus one damage. Uh-huh. And it's forceful as hell. All right. 
forceful as hell. All right. I know I can't remember Def, but I like to imagine in the background, he's just like, finish him. Mm -hmm. All right, Sierra, uh, this thing has its back turned to you. It's not currently in combat with you, so just roll your damage. Oh, dear. Just just plunge your fist into its heart. It's not like it's hard. You've got to be fucking kidding me. (laughs) That is a... (laughs) One. I could have sworn I saw a seven. I thought I saw a seven, too. Mm -hmm. Then I looked up. It was a one. Oh, my goodness. Plus one. To be fair, she is very weak from coming back from the dead. <laughs> that okay. doesn't make it better. <laughs> Sierra, you, you, you bring the fire around your hand, and you strike in the back of the platinum golem, and you drive your hand further and further in, and you cannot find a core or anything close to a heart. You seem to have uh, misjudged this thing's internal anatomy. But you have bored a fairly large hole in its back. And you pull back. And your hand is stuck. Is it still on fire? Yes. Zuko style. Okay. (laughs) To do what? Expand the flame, see if I can melt it. I feel like that's a handcrafted. Is we're that going, still handcrafted? We're, 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 we'll let it be handcrafted <laughs> for time's sake. But you know what? I, I will actually give it to you that you could potentially handcraft the entire golem. As the flame is currently at its core, like in the center of it. Oh, God. Do I still have to roll for that? Yes. Okay. You are under duress, but I can either interfere if I must. You don't even need to worry don't about it, it, baby doll. All right. Because that's at least... Wait, what am I rolling that plus? Is that still plus con, is that or is that going to be plus strength this time? Yeah. You know what? I'll give that plus strength. Okay. Well, 10? All right. Yeah. Yeah, 10. Perfect. You don't incur any uh, negative effects here. Excellent. Uh, what does this look like? <laughs> I punched, tried pulling out, and realized my hand was stuck. Yeah. And then you just like flare your hand out within it? Pretty much like I look up at it, and then I just look back at my hand. I'm just like... Ah, fuck it. Expand my hand out. And Lyra and DeGrasse, while you are in the middle of fighting this thing, it suddenly seems to take an impact to the back, and then as it winds up to take another strike at one of you, it jerks, as if suddenly affected by some unseen force, and then five points of flame jet out from within its core. And Sierra, what are you reshaping this thing into? Um, That's a good question, actually. Sludge. <laughs> I was just going to go with sludge, All right, honestly. so you basically just reduce it to slag. Yeah. <laughs> so to describe this platinum golem being melted into slag, as these five points of flame jet out from within its center, it begins to melt into its legs, down to its feet. Its, its arms basically slough off. The sword actually collapses down into it and then becomes a part of it. And the head caves in on itself and it's, Again, Sierra has accomplished uh, modern art. Oh, my fancy broken sword. All right. We'll get you a new one. Also, yeah, yeah sorry. The, the silver blade is now uh, a also, piece of modern art as yeah. well. We'll find you a new one. Are you two okay? Yeah, I'm good, man. I might ask the same of you. You look like shit. I thought you died for a second there. Uh, maybe. That's a bad response. I, she just kind of shakes her head and grabs the uh, potion out of her bag and just kind of shoves it at Sierra like, yes, you will drink this. <laughs> and that's easily the biggest thing I've ever been involved with taking down, like defeating. Mm-hmm. That was something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. So, yeah. 
So, Lyra, find anything else interesting about this stuff? There's something weird with a dead thing. Besides and she just the book? Yeah. I mean, I got like a weird vibe off of it. I'm going to go to the body after okay. I, while I'm downing this potion. Gulp. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch empty. Mm-hmm. Yeet. Ashley, can I down it and throw it at the dead body? <laughs> <laughs> you literally yeet. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm yeeting this <laughs> empty potion <laughs> this bottle. This potion empty. Mm-hmm. So uh, give yourself 10 hit points back. Cool. <laughs> so that puts me at 16. And wait, no. you. Yeah, wait, no. Wait, no, you were at zero. I was zero, so, so put me at 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you throw the potion bottle and it connects with the dead body and bounces off of it. You, just, you hear the from the corpse. Ow! I knew Motherfucker it. tried to tell me corpses ain't gonna be coming back to life, no, and I yet... Say, I was like, I fucking knew it. Mm. <laughs> Enough with the magic. You're not dead, are you? Uh, mortals, welcome <laughs> to my lair. Can I, like... Do I need to do burning brand, or could I just instinctively snap my fingers and just put a fireball in I it? I think since we're out of, like, a contentious situation, yeah, you can probably just bring it up. Mm-hmm. Turn the magic off, or I will literally burn your nuts off. She's not kidding. You hear a snap, and then suddenly this this blue robe-wearing corpse is now a blue robe-wearing elf. And this is Belatir Malaki. So you're the Malaki guy. Indeed, mortal. Please don't call me that. You realize you're in my lair. I can call you whatever I want. I burned down your golem. Do you want the same to happen to you? <laughs> no. Exactly. This is fun and all. Do you have any more, like, treasure? My whole domain is treasure, young lady. I'm not talking, like, metaphysically here. I just, like, <laughs> things of value. Aren't you curious as to how I've survived this long? No. no. <laughs> oh. Well. Okay, you know what? <laughs> You guys are no fun. No, we're not. I don't like almost dying. I put you through a really cool little maze, and this is the thanks I get. Yeah, it was real fun, I guess, almost dying. You, can I, can you, I? You melt my cool little robot. Can I, can I grab him and slam him on a wall? Yeah. I, okay, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. slammed. I almost died, and these kids almost died. Yeah, that's kind of the point. It's uh, it's to defend me from anything out there in the poison. Well, can you defend yourself from me? Obviously not. You burned down my robot. I'm about to burn down something else. We'd love to leave you alone. Um, I would love for you to leave me alone. Yeah, just give us like the valuables or something. Are you the stuff that you can kind of not bear to part with? Are you robbing me? To be fair, you set up this whole little whatever the fuck as like a fun game or whatever. You'd think there'd be, you know, a a prize at the end. To be fair. Well, I mean, normally people don't, you know, finish the game. They usually. Well, then that's kind of rigged, isn't it? You definitely deserve. We definitely deserve something. Hey, obviously people can get through, but often they don't. Okay. I don't don't really know how to react here. Mm. Usually people get killed before they get to this room. Cool, so you admit that you're fine with just letting random strangers die and you're going to, you know, have a moral hissy fit about me wanting to rob you. Hey, man, I'm not robbing alive people. 
I think um, the situation we have here is that you either give us what we want or we don't leave. Or we leave and there's not you anymore. And there are three of us and we can take turns sleeping. You will have trouble staying awake. And I'm a literal walking furnace. It's just not a good situation for you. And we could really, we could be the hell out of your hair right now if you want to give us some, you know. Can I turn into a fly and fly into his ear? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Turning into a fly. Yeah, I'll keep him pinned down for you. God, this is the weirdest torture scene. <laughs> Seven. Sh- it's so two hold- I get two holds. Yeah. I'm going in the right ear. <laughs> you guys are the worst. So are you. Okay, look, 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 look. Stop, 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 stop. Ah, so fucking annoying. I don't know. I like him. He's useful, I'll give you that. What can I I have? (laughs) Please call your fly friend off. DeGrasse, you can stop now. (laughs) I might perch on a wall. I have shelves of books. I have the book you're holding, which is my personal property. Thank you. I don't know about that anymore now that she's got it. You know, find escape. You mean this book? What are you going to do? I set on fire. No! I also don't because really know I why you did it. Because I don't like dying. I guess that's fair. <laughs> look, look, um, you can. <sighs> you want to tell me what else is personal here? Not really, if you're just going to burn it. Is it the books? Yes, but. Well, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take the books and we're going to leave. And, you know, if you try to follow us. Are things that bad on the surface? Yeah. I mean, I know about all the poison fog and stuff, but like... Here's the thing. Let me, let me just tell you this. <laughs> you don't need books to survive. You know what we need to survive? Things that we can trade to survive. And we will take those books and you will be perfectly fine in your little shitty hermit hole here. And you can rebuild your robot or whatever and we'll leave you alone. But we're, we're just going to go. You, you, you trade books on the surface. Is, are, books, are, are, are they currency? I'd ask... If you live under a rock, but I think that's literally the circumstances. So I'm, we'll just, we'll just, we're going to take the books and go now. But, but you're not going to kill me. Not if we don't have to. Left ear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Just take the books and leave. Degrassi, you I'll can even stop give now. you a, I'll give you, I'll portal you out if it makes you feel any better. Oh, that oh, does, yeah. That's awfully generous of you, actually. Thanks, mate. Just take whatever books you find of use over there on the shelf. As weird as that is, at least they didn't ask for Well, we can only carry so many. Which ones do you actually want to read? Okay. Let me rephrase this. Which are of historic value? Uh, I've got some atlases. Okay, we'll take those. Yeah, we'll just take, yeah. (laughs) Atlases are helpful. Mm Mm-hmm. I've got a, an old I've got an old encyclopedia. It might be oh man, like a hundred years out of date. Yeah, we'll take all that. Uh well this was I've also got this book of prose poetry that I wrote. No. You can keep that one. You uh, might want to read that. Is that not worth it? Okay. It's worth more to you than it would be to someone else out there. Uh, that's yes, that's true. I guess that's fine. Um I'd say it's been fun. 
but it hasn't. It's been good doing so business with we'll you. So we'll leave now. <laughs> uh, okay. And she just, you know, chucks all the books off the shelf that look important into like a bag or to Sierra or to DeGrasse. Now make the portal. Okay. He uh, moves his hands in a, an arcane fashion, making various hand signals. And a disc of glowing light appears in the floor in front of you. All right. Uh, hope we never see you again. That'll take you back out. Well, you know what? Fuck you too. Enjoy reading your poetry. You don't want to see us again either. So you, you know, know what? Let's I don't want to see anybody again, frankly. So if you could, you know, I don't know whether to tell you not to tell people to come here or to just not tell people I'm here. Why would we tell people to come here? They just yeah. either die or annoy you. Yeah. Neither thing are things we want. Okay. Well, then you know what? Keep my name out your mouth. Mm-hmm. There's some other people that you apparently need to take that up with. But all right, we'll just, you know, have fun in your little hermit cave. And she goes through the portal. <laughs> all right, and you are ported back to the surface, back out say, in front of the cabin. I'm about to say, before I go, I'm just going to be like, it said his butt on fire. <laughs> Catch you on the flippity flip. <laughs> that was for Bazine. Who? <laughs> and then you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your spells, dickwad. <laughs> <laughs> and then he leaves. And then the three of you are back on the surface out in front of the cabin that led you into the labyrinth in the first place. Well, All right. That that was weird, but at least, you know, we got something out of it. Yeah. Go figure. I'm pretty beat. Let's let's get out of here. Yeah. You coming to Gras? Where else am I going to go? Fair. Come on. We'll get you some uh, soap or something. Oh, no, that won't be necessary. <laughs> You're going to need to take a bath eventually. My odors mask me from the prey I, I hunt. We're going to have to get used to that, aren't we? You I'll, will. I'll just... I did. You think it didn't smell bad to me at first? I powered through. Oh, boy. And then we will fade out of that <laughs> back to Bazine's Bazaar where, DeGrasse, you are in the common area. As Sierra and Lyra emerge from their crew quarters, things have been moving along at a pretty fair clip. Spiegel and Holly Bell are upstairs. Bazine is moving between the driving platform where Buck is and sort of wandering through the area where you are. And uh, what are you doing right now? Me? I'm uh, doing the thing where you stick the knife in between your fingers. And oh, you're do doing like the, the, the alien to bishop yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ah! <laughs> Game over, man. Mm-hmm. So you two enter just seeing DeGrasse sort of uh, contemplatively playing the knife game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Five-finger uh, five filet. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, yeah. DeGrasse, put the knife down. What? Don't hurt yourself with that thing. I'm not. Have you been doing... Have you been doing this this whole time? I lift my hand up. The table's got like, <laughs> yeah, like, like gouges in it. <laughs> five distinct gouge marks. <laughs> okay. If I were you, I'd put something over that so Bazine doesn't see. No, nah, it's okay. He can see it. So <laughs> I don't see what? what are we- Nothing, dear. Just throw some lacquer on it. What did you do? My table. My table. Throw, throw, some, on, throw, throw my tab, Bazine. Throw some lacquer on it. <sighs> I'm going back out onto the platform. Nobody bother me. Nobody come out there. If you need air, go out the side door. I, I love you, Busy. I wasn't bothering you, Busy. Thank you. I'm starting to get fucking stir crazy with you people. Jesus. Love you, buddy. <laughs> Slam door. I love Busy. What a guy. Indeed. Yeah, I really did fuck up this table. You really did, though. Um, 
I know this is, you know, a bit of a bummer, but I just, uh, this, I have a feeling we're, we're headed towards, and I'm sure you understand, it's it's not going to be pretty. I think this is going to be maybe the worst thing we faced in a very long time, or ever, in my case. So, um, you know, uh, thank you for trusting me enough to come with me. Aw, DeGrasse, she's being sentimental again. You can't keep doing this, really. It's always adorable when you do it, though. Then I'm not going to do it anymore. Thank you for listening to Play by Podcast. Da, 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 da. It's like the thing where they keep clapping as all the cast yeah, come out. Yeah. Before, we, da, da, before da, da. we get into the final arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Michael. Uh, you can find me at A Real Writer on Twitter. I am Leon. You can find me at, at Slabcats with a Z or The Lean King. Uh, I'm Liam. You can find me on Twitter at Liam Higgins 97. I tentatively, 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 tentatively. Once mm-hmm. I get hired, it'll go back to keep on Klingon. But I'm looking the for the OG. A, I'm looking for a job right now, Twitter and I need, to, I need to be easy to find on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I'm Laura, aka Max Cool Jazz. You can find me at underscore not my division underscore. I don't know why you want to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find the the show at Play by Podcast on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, if you're out there looking for a screenwriter or writer for hire. Uh, DM me. If you're, you're looking for, if you're looking for, how an dare you? You're fucking muscle, muscle you're in bio, on my, my twi- fucking territory. Your your Twitter bio right now makes me laugh so bad. It just says, "I want to be a screenwriter, <laughs> baby." Hell yeah! And thanks to Adam Coble and Sage Latour for Woo. creating the system which we are currently using in our current season. Hell Guys, yeah! Guys, we couldn't have done this without you. Thanks God, for thank Dungeon you. World, Adam. Thanks Sage. for making Dungeon Master, man. So <laughs> fucking stop! He's been calling it that for the last half hour, yeah. and I can't. Can't make him stop. No. God, I can't believe also, we're playing Dungeon Master, sh- guys. shouts out to Em and Jackson and the gang for yeah. Abnormal Mapping. Shouts out to Abnormal Mapping. Uh, I cool. I finally paid my dues, and I'm listening to the Great Gundam Project. Good. You I'll should. do it. I'll Good. do it. In preparation for our second season. So I need, Fucking... to, I need to watch Gundam. That's the yeah, thing. Right? Yeah, okay. you do. Is it, avail- where, is it Kiss Anime or whatever? Yeah, you can watch. Dude, Crunchyroll Kiss Anime. I'll t- I can tell, I'll tell you after we get off the podcast. I'm about to say, I got, very the, good. I'm about to say I got the deets. I gave him if you the have a, If you have a Crunchyroll, if I could uh, sl- slide <laughs> yeah, on that. If you've got a Crunchyroll login, talk to Liam on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, that means everyone watched Gundam so they can uh, pay money so they can listen to great Gundam co- projects. Have the fucking have to have this fucking pods on my dad's HBO so I can get the hook up with the Crunchyroll. And of course, thank you, thank you to Cody Ohea. Yeah. At Six Court Circus on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I believe Listen so. Listen to his covers. He makes really good music. He's great. But He's also, good. let me plug the, the, the banger that is uh, the other abnormal mapping podcast that I've been listening to lately, which is uh, Seasons Year Movies. Yes. It's like such a miracle to be able to hear people talk about Star Wars and not want to rip my hair out. Like, it's such, like, intelligent. Like, they're wonderful. I need to go back and listen to the entirety of the, the Star Wars collection. I've only listened to Rogue One so far. And I have such a... They have such a similar feeling towards Rogue One as I do. It's, like, such fond but seeing it for its flaws yeah. seasons a year of movies our sister podcast yeah the yeah. other sh- the other show on abnormal mapping that is that is a uh, a hosted show yeah and of course there are so many other wonderful programs on abnormal mapping that are available oh, yeah. to the non-paying public but you should pay them anyway novel not new um amory score amory score fucking all the, everything the, the joe Voip. rogan experience repertory Voip screenings <laughs> car talk <laughs> Fuck off, man! Get off! <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> All right. Any 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 podcast you click on is going to be a banger, essentially. Oh, yeah. Especially Fred Air, Fresh Air with uh, Terry Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Have a good Bye. Week. Bye. And we're out. <laughs> <laughs>